the snap. Looking, flips the ball, diving for the pylon, and he's got it! Razzle-dazzle! Touchdown, Houston! And the Texans go in front! There is no off-season for your Houston Texans. Game day is every day. We had a lot of energy, and we brought a lot of spark for this organization. The best is yet to come. Five nights a week, the hits keep on coming. Ball is out. The Texans say they have it, and they do! Now, it's Texans All Access. Oh, it is so great to have you with us tonight. Hello, Texans. Mark Vandermeer with you with John Harris. No John McClain tonight. And, Johnny, that means that I will not be brought into a deep depression for once uh, at 6 o'clock on a Thursday night. I mean, it's, it's been happening for weeks now with the general, who I have also nicknamed the Grim Reaper of sports, <laughs> who comes in here and says, I don't know how they're going to do it. We're not going to play. He doesn't say we're not going to play. But he right. does say things that uh, kind of depress me from time to time. He's actually, I'm joking around, of course, he's actually being realistic and using his reporter's brain to project uh, how things might be. But, you know, he's not on with us tonight. So uh, so we're not going to have any of that. Although I was a little worried because the owners were meeting today and I thought they were going to be the Grim Reaper. And yeah. they really weren't. So it didn't work out that way. How are you doing? Well, uh, I'm doing uh, I'm doing okay. Uh, I'll give you a piece of uh, positive. Uh, I don't know if news is the right way of saying it. Do it. Uh, but my... Two kids are now full-fledged adults. My daughter turned 18 today. I can kick them out of the house, and they're on their own. Yes! See, see this, this just blows me away because, wait, when did you and I start working together? It was 2014, right? 2014. So, this was, yep. so this was six years ago. So May Gardner yeah. was 12 then. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I just can't accept this. Like, yeah, no. h- how does everyone keep getting older and I stay the same age? That's one question <laughs> I have. <laughs> Maybe it's a rhetorical question. And then I'm thinking, unbelievable. You know, Vanderkid is 14 and a half now. Uh, it's and it, it's it's amazing. And But to to think that your kids are both adults. I remember you I bringing know. them in when they were youngsters into the yeah. studio, doing their homework in the summertime and stuff. And here we are now. Unbelievable. It's yeah, it's – it's uh, she's had a, said a pretty good I – mean, it's funny because – I had a COVID birthday. My wife had a COVID birthday. We both had Father and Mother's Day. There were COVID days. She's having a COVID birthday. But uh, she's kind of grown to make the most out of every situation, having a good day. So when we get off the air, we'll, we'll uh, you know, get together and celebrate. We were, we were trying to find the right movie for the occasion. That's yeah. what we're trying to find. And we're looking for – something kind of like the hangover okay. the hangover was i mean it was drop like i mean she was dying laughing rolling off the couch just hilarious so Loved she's it. seen that yeah so she's seen that so that's she's like yeah that's the kind of movie i want to watch tonight so i'm like hmm, okay what is that gonna be and so I've been kind of racking my brain. So I know we're going to talk movies at some point, and I know none I, of these movies are going to be ones she wants to see. But there's got to be one out there that we'll, we can watch. I got one. It's, you know, look, if she's seen The Hangover, she could see this content-wise and language-wise, but Horrible yes. Bosses is, is <gasps> oh, really good. Oh, it's a good one. That's a it's good It's really one. good. And I know Kevin Spacey is not a good human being, but he's – really good in this movie. Yeah, he's And uh, Bateman is in it. And uh, I forget the guy's name from Sudeikis. Always Sunny. 
Well, Sudeikis is he's oh, Charlie really Day. Good. Charlie Day. Charlie oh. Day. He those three. Look, they could do 12 Horrible Bosses movies as far as I'm concerned. Those three have amazing chemistry. They go on and on. It's just even Horrible Bosses 2, which isn't as good, it's still very watchable because their chemistry is unbeatable. Those guys are a modern-day comedy troupe, really, uh, and and they should do another one. They should do something. I I would totally watch it. Sudeikis is great, too. He's good in Hall Pass. Uh, uh, even in Where the Millers, which isn't that great, but it's watchable oh, I as well. Be the, I, I love Where the Millers. Jennifer Aniston in Horrible Bosses is such an underrated character. I mean, playing the dentist. Oh, and, yeah. Oh, she's so amazingly yeah, good. She's great. And so completely not Rachel. Yeah, completely so not, not Rachel. Rachel. That, and she, <laughs> that's why she did it, I would imagine. She, she wanted to. Now, you mentioned movies. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to finish the thought every once in a while. She wanted to be somebody other than Rachel. That was my finishing thought yeah. there. All right, yeah. so movies. In the second segment, motivational speech battle. And I think we'll just keep it to football movies tonight. Now, the nominees already, and you can help add to the list right now, and maybe people can hit us up on Twitter, at Football for you, at Texans Voice for me, because I've got Varsity Blues, the movie. All right? This yep. is uh, Vanderbeek's speech. <laughs> well, I once saw it in L.A. Uh, never mind. Uh, also, I've got the the um, Friday Night Lights movie speech with Billy okay. Bob Thornton. Yep. I've got Any Given Sunday, all right, motivational speech. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Now, I don't have one from Rudy. I don't have a Rudy speech because there really is no Rudy speech, is there? I mean, there there are several motivational moments. I think the – and I forget the character's name. The guy who plays the head janitor, head's ground crew yeah. guy. Not even that janitor. Okay. I don't know his name, but it, yeah, I think his real that's name is Rock Dutton. That's the actor? Yeah, Jeez. I think that's his yeah, that's I think a good pull. He's he's yeah. the head grounds crew guy, or I don't know how you describe the, the yeah, job he has. Mm-hmm. But they all do different stuff around the stadium. Um, so it's not custodial. It's, it's grounds crew because uh, they're always working on the field. Anyway, uh, and Rudy sneaks into the window. And remember the speech he gives Rudy where yeah. he's like, you know, Rudy's all down. He said, you just bought yourself some good education. You know, forget about the football, kid. You're yeah, educating yeah. yourself. And he never got to walk out on that field, and he was bitter. And at the end, we all know the clapping hands thing, and it's a great gif. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that qualifies, Johnny. What do you think? You're five foot nothing. You're a hundred and nothing. <laughs> and you just survived. I can't remember the rest of it. Everybody, uh, you, always, you always come up to that line. You're five foot nothing. You're a yeah. hundred and nothing. Uh, it, th- I don't know if I guess that's a motivational speech. Um, it motivated that's, that's me. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. So yeah, that was good. Uh, what other football movie motivational speeches am I missing? Uh, let's what's uh, what's the replacements big moment? Do they oh, have one? Uh, I mean, Keanu Reeves says something in the huddle. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember what it is. Oh, the water boy, Johnny. Oh, of course. Yes. All right. The halftime of the Remember Bourbon when the Bourbon, Bowl. Uh, yes. <laughs> when Bobby Boucher showed up at halftime of the Bourbon Bowl. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's on, that's on the list. Now there are many other movies that have motivational speeches that will not qualify because yeah. this is football only, and yeah. football doesn't always make the best movies. And I think a lot of that reason is because, well, football's hard to shoot. Okay. It mm-hmm. just is. That's why you had companies like. Um, I'm forgetting the guy who's our quarterback's uh, assistant coach. Uh, uh, Pat, Pat O'Hara. Pat O'Hara was yeah. in that. You know, he played a few quarterbacks in movies, and uh, he's in Tennessee now. He's working for Vrabel now. Uh, anyway, but, you know, those guys would set up the games for everybody. 
There are there's a scene in Rudy where they all bring in their jersey to coach Divine to yeah. uh, convince him to let Rudy play. Yeah. That's a different kind of motivational thing. I've decided that's convincing somebody to do something moment, right? Yeah, that's Which, that's not a motivational speech. Right. Per se. The, yeah, that's a different that's a different category. Do yeah. you know what the juxtaposed scene to that is in uh, let's say the rookie, a baseball movie, when the kids finally win the district oh, yeah. in baseball, and they say, it's your turn, coach. It's your turn, coach. And they all visit him one by one in the That's locker room. Say, it's your turn, coach, for him. To... It's a similar scene in that way. You're trying to convince the old guy that he's got to do something. Yeah. See? I've broken this whole thing down, Johnny. This is amazing. Did Unnecessary Roughness with Kathy Ireland I, you know, have a motivational speech? Scott Bakula? <laughs> Scott Bakula, Wait. I mean – Quantum what? Leap Scott Bakula had to make a speech, I would imagine. Yeah, he was in that. And what's the one with Robin Williams and Kurt Russell? Oh, the, the best of times. The best of times, Reno yeah. Reno Hightower. Wait, does the program have a motivational speech? It. I mean, every time Alvin Mack went on the field, it was a motivational speech. Yeah, see? But it's... I'm looking for the speeches. Like, in Miracle, yeah. Kurt Russell is Herb Brooks. Okay. We all know that one. Now, it depends on how you take Alvin Mack because – it motivates me when I hear it, but there's no way we could ever play it on radio. Yeah. But I it know. motivates me. Like, when I need to get jacked up, I go find Alvin Mack's speech to Mississippi State's running back, and I absolutely lose it. And by the way, just as an aside, uh, that Alvin Mack, I can't remember his first name, but his last name is Davis. His son is Wyatt Davis who is an All-American offensive guard at Ohio State and an absolute dude. I mean, wow. he is a stud, and that's his, that's his dad. So uh, his dad played Alvin Mack. I can't remember what his real – it's uh, – I can't remember. But when I hear Alvin Mack, that speech – in fact, I'm going to watch it during the break. I'm going to go watch that during the break because that gets me pumped up. And during the break, Dwayne Davis. Dwayne Davis is his name because Dwayne Davis is also in Necessary Roughness. He's the, he's the wide receiver with the bad hands. Uh, in ah. necessary roughness, and you would have never known that watching him play Alvin Mack, he's fantastic. And there it is. Yeah, Wyatt Davis is his son. What's the one where Goldie Hawn's a coach? Uh, a movie we'll never watch. Why is that? Because it's did she no. Goldie Hawn is not like there are certain people you can Wait, pass uh, off as coaches. Goldie Hawn, you, you're not passing off as look, a coach. Uh, you, she passed. Wildcats. She passed as yeah, Wildcats. She passed as a soldier in Private Benjamin, Johnny. So there. Uh, yeah. And suspend, she's the mother of Kate Hudson. No, well, okay, I'll give her that. Okay. But I'm going to suspend belief that a she turns into a private and b that she was on the sidelines. Uh, okay. No thanks. Okay. Uh, anyway, that'll be the second segment since we've spent 10 minutes setting it up. Uh, <laughs> I mentioned the general isn't here, so no Grim Reaper news. The owners did talk today, and there is some information coming out of there. And, look, it's uh, we like to talk, you know, mostly Texans in the first segment, but this applies to the National Football League, okay? So we got to get some of this stuff out there, and it, it's going to be really interesting um, – because when I go to, you know, I, I like PFT, profootballtalk.com. Lately, it's a little, you know, it always had its opinions on there. But lately, like, wait, is this a headline or an opinion? Here's, here's one. I'll give, you, I'll give you an example here. NFL's plans for 2020 must allow players, coaches to opt out. I'm thinking, uh, wait, will allow them to opt out? <laughs> or you think they should be allowed to opt out? Okay, I get it. 
It's a Florio thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but discussions regarding the 2020 roster ongoing between the NFL and NFLPA. I think there's a lot to do here. And who was the player today who said the COVID risks are uh, palpable? I'm paraphrasing. Was it Malcolm Jenkins? Was it today or this week? Anyway. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. So I don't uh, know, Ezekiel, El- you know, Ezekiel Elliott came down with the with the COVID, uh, as it's been named in my house. Um, it's no longer the Rona. It's now the COVID. And, you know, he talked about, you know, hey, for about a day or two, I was, you know, I, you know, I didn't feel so great. But uh, he just he has to get tested. And I, I can't remember what the rules they came up with for him. But he's got to test positive before he can get back to working out. He just said, you know, after that day or two, started feeling a little bit better. And now I'm back to myself. But I've got to wait until I test positive, basically. You mean uh, negative? Test negative, excuse me. Right. Test negative uh, before I get back to do something. So he's just kind of hanging out, as he said. It was like, hmm, interesting. Okay, well, b- but for him, he's gotten it. So he's yeah, good he's to go, it. you would yeah. think, right? Unless yeah, there's something think, about yeah. the virus we don't know. Right. Maybe that's just an assumption. But Malcolm Jenkins said he wouldn't feel comfortable playing unless the risk of COVID-19 is reduced somehow. He was on CNN and talked about the risk and how – this is a, a big thing. It's going to be it's going to be tough to play. Uh, here's a quote. We kind of end up being on this trust system, the honor system, where we just have to hope that people are social distancing and things like that. And that puts us all at risk, not only us as players who are in the building, but when you go home to your families. I think that's the big thing, too. You all know that you're definitely taking a risk being around all these players and the way football is played. That is a grant is a given. But you go home, so you have a chance to spread it to the people at home. Are they socializing or taking care of elderly, possibly, their parents or whoever else, relatives, whoever? Um, So, And that is, you know, or anybody who's more at risk than young athletes in the prime of their lives, you know, who really, you know, the, the risk of them having something catastrophic happen is extremely low. And I look, I don't have all the odds in front of me. I don't have Sean Pendergast, a medical version in front of me. But I got to feel like the odds of a player suffering something catastrophic to himself are way less than a severe football injury. That's just me thinking. Yeah. I mean, doing the fuzzy math on that. Yeah. I mean, Malcolm Jenkins uh, said, and he's, he's been brought in as a CNN contributor, and he said, and I quote, football is a non-essential business, and so we don't need yep. to do it. So the risk, you know, has to be really eliminated before before I would feel comfortable with going back. I would imagine there are a number of people that feel that way, Mark, or a number yeah. of players that feel that way. Um, you know, I, I would imagine people in our business, you know, feel that way. And, and I think again, they will. To, to that, I mean, the first time that, I mean, look, we haven't been on a plane since the Combine. We haven't been in um, a big group of people since – the combine i mean every every you think about everything that you sort of do on a daily basis and for a lot of people you know a lot of people travel on planes a lot of people travel go to different countries freeze for work and all those those kind of things i mean we travel to different cities for our work i mean all those things there there are going to be you know some moments of oh boy okay um do i want to do this i mean i had this happen uh where was I? i i can't remember where it was but somebody stuck out their hand to shake my hand, and I was like, yeah. "Do I shake his hand? Like, what do I do? Do I just fist bump?" And so I just got to put that. my fist out. I just got to put my fist out. So I mean, there's going to be trepidation, I think, 
for a lot for a lot of people and for a lot of a lot of really good reasons and hopefully in the minutes and hours days weeks and months that we have you know going forward that we're continuing to look for uh, a vaccine that is going to help people that the NFL does everything possible to keep players safe um, I think the one thing to Malcolm Jenkins point that they're the NFL is going to have to do is anything possible to allay the fears of these guys that are going out on the field and and how you know hey um, here's what we're doing here's how we're approaching this here's how we're going to go about this to try and make it as safe as possible and yet we still know you're going to have some trepidation but this is what we're doing and be very open about um, dealing with those fears uh, that players are going to have or just I don't know. Some people may just have a belief that they shouldn't be playing, whatever the case might be. I don't know. But well, we uh, all know we all know, though, that the risks for younger people for, again, severe, severe problems, it's less than for older or sure. immune system compromised or however you put uh, that. Right. 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 But but like I said, the risk of bringing it home and whoever they're going to spread it to, because like in football, if you're hurt, like they, they deal with injury risk every day. And yeah. they also deal with other illness risk because if somebody has the flu, like we we talked about it, Jordan playing in a finals game with the flu, it's like, oh, you're so brave. Now I'd be yeah, like, yeah. get the heck out of here. You're not playing with that flu, you know, unless you have a gas mask on or something. Well, uh, I told the story about J.J. in 2015. Yeah, with the flu with, in Jacksonville. Right. Yeah, I got the flu before we got on. He got on a plane and yeah. was feeling sick. And now, now they like, wouldn't let him near it. Dude. Now they wouldn't let him near it. And, right. you know, or it, it, the interesting thing is, like, with the flu, could you still get on if you test negative for COVID? I mean, I, I don't know. Good question. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it, I know they take severe um, injury risks all the time. Sure. But when they go home, if you have an ACL or a, or a, a sprained yeah. ankle, I should say, <laughs> yeah, does that mean somebody that. else is going to break theirs if you yeah, come exactly. home with yours? No, it's a different thing. This is a contagious yeah. thing, and that's that adds to the risk of them playing it. So it's something, um, it's something they're going to have to figure out. Yeah, and, and I think the NFL will continue to do it. I mean, we've talked about it. There have been a lot of very intelligent people with the NFL trying to work towards that. And it's interesting. I was listening to Andrew Brandt. He was on with, ah, I want to say, Ross Tucker on a podcast. And one of the things that you and I have talked about this, Mark, was the NFL going last, basically. Because majorly, as soon as COVID hit, we obviously were right in the middle of the NBA season. March Madness was on its way. We had baseball to follow that. Um, then you had obviously, you know, the summer, you know, golf was continuing and all that kind of stuff. And so basically the NFL was going to be the last sport kind of in the cycle of sports to begin its season. And Andrew Brand was talking about, well, at first he thought, well, maybe that was an advantage for the NFL that they could sort of sit back and watch how the other leagues adapted to everything and he said you know maybe now I don't know if I he said I don't know if I feel that way that going last is an advantage he goes I don't I don't know if that's an advantage for them the way that I thought about it before and he just kind of stopped and went you know it's just sort of food for thought and I I've always been under the belief that yeah going last was was actually going to be a positive you could look at all the mistakes all the good things everybody did all the mistakes everybody made put it together uh and basically run the season um, like you you hoped you could under the restraints of you know local and state regulations, all that kind of stuff. But 
hearing Andrew Brandt, who has been pretty much on point of almost everything that he has said this offseason about COVID, about free agents, everything. Andrew Brandt is one of the smartest media individuals there is out there. And he used to work with the Packers in their front office. He's got he, he was an agent for a while, then he worked with them. So he knows he is he is a brilliant man. And when he speaks, he's one guy, Mark, when he speaks, I listen. There are a lot of people that when they speak, I'm like, eh, I couldn't care less. When he speaks, I'm like, oh boy, good, bad, or otherwise. I Andrew Brand is one of the best. But that that concept of going last I thought was really interesting and how that is going to sort of play out. And you and I have talked about yeah. it. I think the NFL, and we're like, okay, the NFL's got to make a decision. The NFL's got to make decisions. They've got to start letting us know. I, I think the NFL is taking advantage of the situation in that, well, we don't have to say it right now. We don't have to say it right now. We don't have to say it right now. We're just going to let things play out as long as humanly possible and see if we can't get closer to a vaccine, get people healthier, Unfortunately, in places like Arizona, Texas, and Florida, the cases have gone way, way up. And so it's like, oh, man. So maybe that's maybe Andrew Brandt's right. Maybe it's not working that way, that going last is going to be an advantage. But um, it's it certainly is going to be interesting to watch it all play out, that's for sure. Yeah, uh, look, this. I think going last, it's an interesting point you make. Earlier on in this thing, we thought last would mean, well, maybe the NBA plays in July, and yeah. so does Major League Baseball. They'll play in some of July, and you get a really good look at things. But you're not going to get that great a look now. You're not going to yeah. get a good look because you're supposed to play preseason games a couple of weeks after well, the NBA starts and certainly three, four weeks or whatever it is after baseball. All right, next up, it is Battle of the Football Movie Motivational Speeches. We will have a few for you. You can decide. We'll check our Twitter feed and other feeds to see if you've had any other suggestions along the way. Let's do that and also hit on some other NFL news. Coming up, it's Texans All Access. For the most in-depth coverage of your favorite team and players, check out HoustonTexans.com. Topics like fractions, multiplication, division, and place value, all the while having some fun. Sign up today for free at HoustonTexans.com on the COVID-19 resources page and run your kids through Toro's Math Drills, presented by ConocoPhillips. Go Texans! When America needed us to build, we built. Masks, ventilators, shields. When local communities and frontliners needed support, Ford dealers answered. And now we're open and ready to serve you with special offers and deals across the Ford lineup. Stop by a Ford dealership or go online. We've made it safer to shop, easier to buy. Built for America. Built Ford Proud. It's a trillion-dollar economy, and you're right in the heart of it. It's an incubator of innovation with industries reaching from underground to outer space. It's Houston, and it's fueled by GE. Over 5,000 Houston companies work with GE and leverage knowledge across the company. Engineers, lean manufacturing experts, logistic managers, and more. GE is a leader in dozens of industries around the globe. So whatever your company needs, chances are we have someone with the right expertise, and we're happy to share. GE, imagination at work. From the slightest bend to complex motions, 
your body is made to move. At Houston Methodist Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, our teams are using advanced technology and imaging to develop custom treatment plans, and our minimally invasive procedures can help you heal faster. We have the expertise to keep you moving because every movement matters. Find the care you need at 20 locations throughout Houston. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. Red Diamond knows perfect's not easy. Our karaoke skills, at least we have our day jobs. Our family photo, take number 82. Even our radio commercial has the occasional glitch. So we'll stick to what we have perfected, our Red Diamond tea. No shortcuts, no concentrates. Perfectly crafted from actual tea leaves and water. After all, at Red Diamond, we think tea should taste like, well, tea. Red Diamond, we're perfect at tea. This is a story about doers. It's also about Houston, teamwork, and... Hunt, hunt, hunt. Yeah, I think they heard you the first time. When you're committed to doing good in the community, it helps to have good teammates. So Chevron partnered with the Houston Texans to do good in Houston. Volunteering thousands of hours, working with nonprofits, and helping to make a difference for Houston's youth. These teams bring their A-game on and off the field. Chevron, proud to be the official volunteerism partner of the Houston Texans. Take your Texans game day experience to a new level with Houston Texans club seats. You'll enjoy premier sight lines with wider cushion seats, a private game day entry, and in-seat food and beverage service. Enjoy premium culinary offerings while listening to live music in the exclusive club lounges during breaks in the play. Take the first step and join the club ticket priority waitlist for free at HoustonTexans.com. Right now, many of us are unsure about what may come next. At Reliant, we want to help you light the way. With 24-7 customer care and online support, we're here for you today, and we'll be here long after we power through this. Just visit Reliant.com slash light the way or call 1-866-RELIANT. Because even though we're a bit farther apart these days, we're all in this together. Reliant. That's power. Your way. PUCT number 10007. Mustang Cat has been serving Texans for three generations. Cat compact machines do big work and are more affordable than you think. We'll help you find the right cat machine to get the job done with the Mustang Cat Texas Two-Step. First, demo a new cat machine at your location or one of ours. Second, get $150 as our thanks. Call 833-MY-CAT-19 or visit mustangcat.com slash two-step to schedule a demo. Offer limited to new customers only. See website for details. Baseball's back, and Dusty Baker's Astros are ready to go. I got full faith in these guys because they know how to win, and they got some serious goals. And only months removed from being punished by MLB, they have a ton to prove. I don't think these guys have any problems getting motivated. Houston's sports leader, Sports Radio 610. You're listening to Texans All Access. For the latest stories and videos on your Houston Texans, check out HoustonTexans.com. Mark Vandermeer and John Harris with you. All right, let's get into this now. As the NFL owners did talk today, uh, there's talk about the first eight rows being able to sell advertising on there, tarping that, nothing official coming down quite yet, but that's approved uh, should teams want to do that, need to do that. And I think that... Um, 
there's going to be a lot of different stuff flying around, a lot of different talk. And as Johnny said, uh, not a lot of formal announcements just yet because I think they want to prepare for every scenario and then just make the call when it's appropriate. I did speak to your former pupil today, Johnny, mm-hmm. Blake Jones of the NFL, high yep. up in the NFL broadcasting ranks. And uh, mm-hmm. and so there was a lot of positive stuff about how we can do preseason TV and radio on the road and things like that. So I was very encouraged uh, by that. And I didn't get any good dirt on you. So that was a problem. No, for me, actually. he's uh... – He's probably got some, though. I'm pretty sure. He's probably got some good stuff, huh? Oh, he could probably tell the Hill story, which everybody tells. The Hill story? Yeah, made the Hill them, story. You made them run the Hill. Yeah, I made them run a Hill, and I got in trouble because it was the night of open house at our school. And we oh. tore that Hill up so bad that it was so – it was it was so – I mean, it's it literally mud. was where people – yeah, it was just mud. And so the parents all coming to open house, and it's you know this beautiful campus, and it's just this big mud stain of a hill right out by the pond. It shows and where you did the work. I know, and that was the thing. All the players were grabbing their parents and saying, "Look, look, look what we did! Look what we did!" Um, yeah, the higher ups didn't see it that way, so I got a little bit of a donkey barbecue for that one. But uh, other than that, um, and Blake was struggling that day. I remember things pretty clearly. He was struggling, but he made it through. Uh, but Blake is—he uh, was my quarterback the first two years that I was in coaching, and because uh, his dad was working for the Jacksonville Jaguars at the time, Jags had just uh, gotten to Jacksonville, and so he was at our school, and he was my quarterback. Wow! And uh, yeah, we were able to do a lot of different things because Blake was one of the smartest football guys I knew uh, at the time, and uh, probably to this day. So and, he and took now... over, and then, and then he left after eighth grade. Uh, because his dad took a job with the league office or the Packers. I can't remember which order it was in, but he went to either Green Bay or the NFL, and he ended up going to the University of Wisconsin, and then he ended up going, getting with the NFL, and he just moved. And the funny thing is, uh, you heard, uh, I think Bill O'Brien may have mentioned this on one of the Zoom calls, but uh, Dave Gardy, who is the, I want to say he's the senior VP of football ops, like mm-hmm. he is the guy, and Dave's a teammate of mine, and Blake worked for Gardy, and then Blake ended up moving over and working for Mike North in the uh, broadcast team and working on that side of It's a small world. It's yeah. a small world. It's really small. And it was interesting because the first time that I saw Blake, because each game will have a representative on hand. And so the first year in 2014, I'm just kind of hanging out, and I feel this kind of hand on my back, and I'm like, what the heck? I turn around, it's Gardy. And I, we had to see each other for a while, and obviously – we then we then saw him at the combine. I've seen him probably a couple games a year, but um, you know we chat about everything that's going on. And so then I found out Blake worked for him. So I asked him about Blake. He goes, well, "How do you know Blake?" So I'm telling him the whole story and all that kind of stuff. So then I see Blake for the first time, and we talk. And then all of a sudden, I see all the officials coming over to the sideline. He goes, "Hold on, coach, I got to go over here." And he's holding court with Cleet Blakeman and the entire officiating crew. And like he's running that meeting. I'm like, man, times have changed. Like, he yep. was the head cheese for that game, and I'm like, oh, my oh my God. So, yeah, he's – both those guys are moving up the ladder, and Dave was a teammate at Brown, and Blake was a, a young man who I coached. But uh, just a, a gem of a young man, and he's uh, done some really good things, and hopefully he'll continue to do them. Well, they got their hands full trying to figure out how oh, to yeah. broadcast these games and, and what's, what's going to happen, what's not going to happen that we usually see. So we'll find out soon enough. How about that? How about that for a promise, everybody? It's June 25th. We don't know, but that's just life as we know it right now. All right. Uh, movies that involve football and the motivational speeches, the big moment. All right. And I've got four nominees here. Friday Night Lights, the movie. So this is no Kyle Chandler here. This is Billy Bob Thornton. 
And I've got Waterboy. I've got Varsity Blues and Al Pacino any given Sunday. So let's start with Al here. And, Bridget, just have your hand on the dump button just Uh in case uh, I didn't edit this uh, properly. I'll try (laughs) to play a little snippet of each one. But, Pacino, you know there's some language here, so let's just hear a little bit of this. Because in either game, life or football, the margin for error is so small. I mean... One half a step too late or too early, and you don't quite make it. One half second too slow, too fast, you don't quite catch it. The inches we need are everywhere around us. All right, that's all I'm going to play from that because, uh, you know, editing reasons and also time. (laughs) Time allowed here. I'm not going to play the whole speech. But I love that speech because I think any coach at any level can give you that speech in almost every sport. It's very true. Once one half step too fast, too slow, too early, too late, you don't get it. You don't quite catch it. You don't quite make it, whatever. Uh, the way he worded that, or the writer worded that, is phenomenal. I mean, that's football right there. The inches we need are everywhere. I love that speech. It's right in front of your face. Well, I, Mark, to your point about editing, uh, before I became a master editor, uh, on our devices in mm-hmm. studio, I did not, and this was all, has always been my hesitation with GarageBand. I didn't quite know how to use GarageBand, but I thought I knew. Right. And so, in our Seinfeldian mock, uh, anything mock draft, I drafted that speech. My third year, I drafted that speech, and I wanted to play it, and I edited it wrong. And so a bad word went out over the air, mm-hmm. oh and I felt lousy about it. But uh, listen, we're you're going to play a few others, and they're really, really good. Really good. Nothing. Right. Nothing. Well, everything will pale in comparison to that one. You nothing think so? All right. How right. about Billy Bob Thornton, Friday right, Night well, Lights? Here we go. It's real simple. You got two more quarters, and that's it. Now, most of you have been playing this game for 10 years. And you got two more quarters. And after that, most of you will never play this game again as long as you live. All right, I'm not going to go any further there. But you get the uh, gist. He's going into the old, you know, you got to make the most of this here. This is right. the last time you're ever going to play football, maybe. Although, how does he know that, Johnny? Because that was not a final, right? Correct. That was, it was a, not a final. It was In the not movie, a final. In the movie, they made it the final. They made it the final in the movie. which right. They made it the just final in the movie. infuriates you. Infuriates it, it kills you. Me. It absolutely kills me because it, it happened in a semifinal mm-hmm. in the rain in Austin. And that's a big part of the whole problem was that the quarterback, Mike Winchell, had struggled mightily throwing the ball in the rain. And it right. got in his head in that game. And Carter ends up winning that game. This one they played in the Astrodome and made it the final. It just makes me irate. But yep. it's a good speech. It's a good speech. I will. Every coach has to, at some point in the playoffs, give that speech of there is no tomorrow, basically. So you may not wear the gear ever again. So let's let's give it everything you got for the next twenty four minutes uh, in high school, thirty in the pros well, in college, and so let's go. And so that's what he that's what he kind of did. That's where Bud Kilmer was going in Varsity Blues. But Vanderbeek, once Kilmer gets kicked out of the locker room at halftime, 
uh, basically retreats. He's like, I'm going to go out there. You guys are going to follow me. And you remember what happens, right? They, they mutiny yeah. on uh, yeah. Bud Kilmer. And, um, and he's got a statue out front. That, that was a statue worth tearing down for sure. Okay, so let's, um, let's pick this one up. I, this one had more language than anything, so I, I can play about uh, three the seconds. The Moxon one? Let's go out Mox? there. Oh, yeah. Yep. We'll play the next 24 minutes for the next 24 minutes. And we'll leave it all out on the field. We've got the rest of our lives to be mediocre, but we have the opportunity to play like gods for the next half of football. Okay, that's all I'm going to play from that. I feel great that I got away with okay. that one. Okay, here's my problem with this one, Mark. Here, what? Here's my problem. 24 minutes. Mo- Right. He and they changed the whole offense. They changed the whole offense, Johnny. Okay. Well, there's a lot There's a lot of things, but it's just this speech in general because he's like, we're going to play these next 24 minutes for the next 24 minutes as if, eh, you know, whatever happens. But yeah. then he talks about them being gods that night. It's like, well, Mox, you can't have it both ways, man. Yeah. You can't have it both ways. Like, if you're going to play those 24 minutes to be gods, mm-hmm. well, those 24 minutes are going to last you a whole lot more than 24 minutes. I didn't like that part of it. He felt like he was hypocritical in what he was saying, and so I didn't care for that. And, oh, by the way, James Vanderbeek's accent bothers me. It really bothers oh, me. Yeah, yeah. Billy Bob Thornton can pull it off mm-hmm. because he is Texan, I believe. He's Texan. He can pull it off. James Vanderbeek, eh, no. Although what I will it? say, I was motivated by Moxon's speech because he was a Texas high school football player who was going to play at Brown. So, I can understand where he was coming from on things. He just was hypocritical about the way he went about it. You know what's interesting? People might not remember that when John Voight was younger, he was a different character actor, right? Yeah. Uh, he would play different characters, and he great actor. Coming Home is an unbelievable movie that came out in yeah. the 70s with he and Jane Fonda and Bruce Dern. It's about coming back from Vietnam. Uh, later in his life, John Voight plays the worst human being in every movie he's in, right? I mean, that's that's what he is. He's like, uh, oh, worst human being part? That's mine. I got it. Typecasting. Well, not typecasting, but, yeah, I mean, that's that's what he does now. Maybe he's a great guy. He's Angelina Jolie's father. All right, next speech. Not really a speech. It's a moment from The Waterboy. Some people think it's the greatest football movie ever made, even though – it's a comedy. Yes. You know, does that kind of thing qualify? And the guys are all reminiscing at the half because they're getting bludgeoned, and Bobby Boucher is not there, as you may recall. And they're all talking about Bobby Boucher. They're all giving their good memories of Bobby Boucher moments, and we'll pick it up uh, midway. How about the time he tackled the guy from Louisville and threw him into the stands? <laughs> Y'all remember when he intercepted the ball and his pants fell off? And then he ran for the touchdown, bare ass. Remember when Bobby Boucher showed up at halftime and the Bud Dogs won the Bourbon Bowl, do you? Oh, I got chills, Johnny. I got chills. I don't know. I'm standing up, standing ovation for Sandler. Bobby Boucher shows up. I might want to watch that one. I might convince McCarter to watch that one tonight. Has she seen it? (laughs) I don't think she has. Listen, that's a must. I got to watch that with Vanderkid. You know, there's some language and stuff, but so what? I mean, he's 14 You've never seen that together? Oh, my. Yeah, yeah. You got to watch that. Johnny. You you got to watch that. When I – all right, so when I (laughs) – when I was like 11 years old, 12 years old, my stepfather took me to the movies a lot. 
Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I, I don't know what my mom was doing, but he took me to see like Death Wish, and <laughs> like all these Charles Bronson movies, <laughs> The Stone Killer, yeah. Mister Majestic, Thunderbolt and Lightfoot was another one we saw. Uh, that, I think that was Clint Eastwood and Jeff Bridges. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, we saw all that stuff, like totally violent movies. And I'm thinking, ah, eh, the kid can handle it. Let's go see. Let's see some movies with Vanderkid. He's 14. He's ready. It's good. Yeah, no problem. Go do it. All right. So among those, it's got to be Al Pacino, right? It's to me, it's a slam dunk because the one thing about a good motivational speech to me is that it builds to a crescendo and there's kind of this like explosion moment where you're like and you know you can see in that in the Al Pacino one you can see the players start to get hyped too as he starts to get near yeah. the end yeah. you know and he's like the six inches in front of your face it's like you they're getting hyped you know and then you got Jamie Foxx in the background as Willie Beeman he's starting to like you know see the light of football and you know, he's kind of looking around like, oh, okay, I kind of get it. He's not the hot shot anymore. You know, he's kind of this, um, you know, he's starting to learn, you know, from watching the guys in the locker room what professional football is all about. Al Pacino's speech any given Sunday will always, always give me chills. Always. Yeah. And if too. Alvin Max die tribe out on the field <laughs> can't win tonight for <laughs> for good the reason, yep. it's Al Pacino. Al Pacino. All right, well, We'll give it to Al. All right, next up, more from around the league, including a pro football uh, talk tweet, football tweet, that really upset me today, and I'll share that with you. Although maybe you have an opinion on it, Johnny. Maybe you agree with this one. We'll see. Uh, Among other things, we'll discuss everything we possibly can before the close of business tonight. It's Texans Radio. Can't get enough Texans radio? We've got shows. We've got podcasts. We've got interviews. It's all on HoustonTexans.com. Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer. Brewed with great taste and only 96 calories. Available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Simple acts of kindness and community are more important than ever before. So Ashley Home Store is introducing the Ashley Cares Relief Program. We're offering 0% financing for 60 months with three-month payment assistance on qualifying purchases. Ashley Home Store is here to serve your furniture needs. Text Ashley to 797979 to set up a virtual appointment today or visit us online at ashleyhomestore.com. Proud sponsor of the Houston Texans. Ashley Home Store. This is home. Hey, Houston, Keith here from Papa John's. Have you heard about our Picks for Six? <laughs> it's a special just for you. It lets you mix and match all kinds of different things, all for just $6 each. You can choose between our papadillas, a medium one-topping pizza, cheese sticks, wings, poppers. How about some garlic knots? Even the garlic Parmesan breadsticks are included in all kinds of desserts. So try the Picks for Six from Papa John's today. Order online or give us a call. Better ingredients, better pizza. Papa John's Houston. Hey friends, this is Drew Doherty with the Houston Texans. Texas Children's Hospital is the official children's hospital of the Houston Texans and the local sponsor of Play 60, the NFL initiative to get kids off the sidelines and into the action for 60 minutes of play a day. You can run, jump, swim, tumble, swing, or cheer. 
Have a blast. Just make sure you're active for at least 60 minutes a day to score the healthy future you deserve. To learn more, visit texaschildrens.org slash Texans. Not too long ago, Houston Texans fans were cheering in the stands of NRG Stadium. We now cheer for our first responders, healthcare workers, teachers, and many more who exemplify the true Texan spirit. Until we gather as over 70,000 strong once again, let's support those on the front lines in the fight against COVID-19. For more information on resources for you and your family, visit HoustonTexans.com slash COVID. Welcome back to Cachata Casino Resort. We're open and ready to play. We've gone above and beyond by deep cleaning and sanitizing every area of the casino, every slot machine, every table game, and every hotel room. Welcome back to more cash and more fun and more ways to win. We can't wait to see you at Cachata. It's Louisiana's largest casino resort and Louisiana's best bet. Hyundai has always had your back, and now Hyundai is also looking out for your pocketbook. Introducing Hyundai Complimentary Maintenance. Three years or 36,000 miles of coverage that includes all basic maintenance. Hyundai, the longer you look, the more there is to like. Get 0% APR for up to 72 months on the Tucson or Santa Fe with no payments for up to 90 days. Hurry in today to your nearest Houston Hyundai dealer. Offers end 630-20. Call 469-613-0227 for more offer details. Baseball's back, and Dusty Baker's Astros are ready to go. I got full faith in these guys because they know how to win, and they got some serious goals. And only months removed from being punished by MLB, they have a ton to prove. I don't think these guys have any problems getting motivated. Houston's Sports Leader, Sports Radio 610. Hey, parents and teachers. We know teaching kids at home can be hard, and teaching math can be even harder. Well, Schlumberger and the Houston Texans are here to make math fun with the Texans Stats Challenge. Get your student in the game with worksheets, videos, tips, and more to make math math fun using the game of football. All for free. The Stats Challenge, presented by Schlumberger, is designed for sixth grade students and covers a variety of math topics. Find the Stats Challenge and other great resources as we continue to huddle at home at HoustonTexans.com slash community. Houston Texans Lux members report up to 12 times ROI on their Lux investment. That's why 50% of Fortune 500 companies in Houston have joined Texans Lux. Lux is not just networking and access to the team. It's an asset that will work for you. In a competitive business environment, Lux members earn a return by utilizing the wide variety of Lux benefits. Find out how you can use Texans Lux to grow your business. Visit HoustonTexansLux.com. Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer. Brewed with great taste and only 96 calories. Available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Fear of missing out is a real thing. Don't have FOMO when it comes to your favorite team? Follow the Houston Texans on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. I've got FOMO when it comes to so many things. Mark Vandermeer and John Harris with you, Texans All Access. Great to have you listening tonight. Uh, PFT tweeted today uh, because Chris Sims had his big quarterback list, and he's done with it now. He had the number one quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, But here's the tweet. The best quarterback in the NFL, per the Chris Sims countdown, seems destined to become the best quarterback ever. All right. I get it. It's an opinion website, Johnny. But come on. 
I mean, come on. Okay, the best ever. I mean, he might be. He might become that. I mean, he's won one Super Bowl, so that's a lot. Seriously, I don't know MVP, and he won a Super Bowl. He's off to a tremendous start. He he is trending to be one of the very best quarterbacks ever through two full seasons of throwing the rock. But I just said it, two full seasons of throwing the rock, and there are a lot of other good guys around him, like Lamar Jackson and Deshaun Watson and others who may come into the fray to challenge him for the top spot. I cannot stand. I can't stand this. Oh, he could be the best ever. He's played two years. Two years. Yep. Yep. I cannot stand this. You'd, why do you feel the need to say he could be the best all time? Like, why Why do you feel the need to say it? Keep it in the now and say right now Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL if you want to say that. That's fine. I think number four is. I'm going to ride with number four all day, every day. Now, you know how I feel about Pat. Uh, I, was, I was on the train. I was probably leading the train way, way back uh, in 2017 uh, when he declared – I was on that train saying, this dude is on a different planet. He's on a different plane than everybody else. If it clicks, and it did, and it has. But what happens if what happens if it gets banged up? What happens if Andy Reid retires in a couple years and you know a, a coach takes over, whether it's BNME or somebody else takes over, and it just doesn't, it just doesn't click? I mean, how often in, in in sports history have we declared this guy is the greatest of all time after two years of a guy playing the game. It's just ridiculous yep. to do it. It's just ridiculous. And to me, I always I always feel like, Mark, it's a complete and total overcorrection for how you felt in the first place. Like, you you didn't think he was very good coming into the draft, and then you realize you're wrong, so you go the complete opposite end. I know I've done it. I'm sure I did that. Probably done it with, with Dwayne Brown for sure. I think Dwayne uh, was a really good offensive tackle when he was drafted by the Texans, and I said it publicly. I said it on a draft show that day, and I was completely wrong, and I'm sure I overcorrected. That said, Dwayne was a hell of a player, and Pat's yeah. a hell of a player. I just don't understand why you've got to get into this He's the greatest of all time after two, or he could be. Well, you know what? Deshaun can win the next eight Super Bowls in a row. Yeah. What are you going to say? Uh, you just don't know. And Sims also had oh. Russell Wilson second. I mean, I really, you know, look, you can you can rank these guys a lot of different ways, and I get it. Uh, Russell Wilson second, Aaron Rodgers third, Deshaun Watson fourth, ahead of Lamar Jackson, who's fifth on the Sims list. And, look, the guy's got a little clout to do this because he did play in the league a little bit and played in college, and, you know, he observes, and this is what he does. Uh, Then Wentz, Ryan, and Prescott. So Brady not in that group right there, and Wentz is, and Wentz gets a lot of heat for the injuries. Ryan, a lot of heat for not being able to finish the Super Bowl, uh, but he was an MVP, and he made it to a Super Bowl. You know, and I was thinking about the Super Bowl thing as well, Johnny. I mean, credit Mahomes winning a Super Bowl in his third season, second season playing full-time. That's really cool stuff because, you know, he got that out of the way, meaning the first one, early. Yeah. yeah. And you think about, you know, we were talking the other day. I, the days blend together. Remember when I mentioned <laughs> Peyton Manning? How many, how many Super Bowls did Manning win with the Colts? And it was one, and yeah. he went to two. And it just shows you how hard it is to get there because he was so dominant for so long. When he was in Indy, he and Brady would duke it out. He and Brady were kind of like a Mahomes, Deshaun Watson maybe. Uh, 
but it wasn't until his ninth year in the league that he won a Super Bowl. And Drew Brees, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, it wasn't until his ninth year in the league that he won a Super Bowl. You know, so it can take some time. Marino, as we said, never won one. So who the heck knows how this is going to go with Deshaun Watson? We would obviously prefer it happens sooner rather than later, like this year. We'll take it from there. Thank you very much. But you just don't know. And Lamar Jackson, great quarterback, great talent. I mean, game changer, changing the game, as his coach would say. But he's got to win a playoff game. You know, he's got to get that going. So uh, there's a lot to consider here when you evaluate quarterbacks. No question. I mean, just looking at the the list and – I, listen, you take take Deshaun out of it because it's so easy to be biased because we see Deshaun every day, we watch him every game, we call every play. But as I, I, I look at this list, there are a couple of things that, that stand out. Number one, he's got Cam Newton at number 10. And I I have been probably as vocal a supporter of Cam as, as anybody. But how do you even know if Cam is healthy? How do, how do we even know if Cam is fully and completely healthy? Because two of the last three years in Carolina, he was not and right. you put him at number 10? You put well, him the other thing is, he's not, he's not on a team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, there's that little thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, that little he's detail. Not, he's, yeah, he's that, that little detail. I mean, he's ahead of Ryan Tannehill, Kyler Murray, Kirk Cousins. He's ahead of Roethlisberger, Brady, and Breeze. And Breeze is at 16 a little low. But I, I said this the other day about Breeze. I'm not surprised that people don't look at Drew in the same light, and it has nothing to do with his comments. Um you know, about the, the anthem, all that kind of stuff. If you watch Drew at the end of the last two seasons, you can see some some definite arm fatigue, and it impacts uh, the way that he's playing the game. Uh, so I, I, 16 is still a little bit low. But Cam at number 10, I yeah, I don't know. And I'll ask you, Mark. Yeah. Chips on the table. You got one game to win. One mm-hmm. game to win. You taking Carson Wentz or Dak Prescott? One game? One game. Game in front of you, Carson Wentz or Dak Prescott? I mean, here we go. This is classic NFC East. Who wants yeah. this division? You take it. No, you take it. No, right. I don't want it. You guys have it. But you got one game to win. Take our, take take Deshaun out. Take our offense, our team. You got mm. one game to win. Our team. You gotta, you gotta beat, we got to beat the Titans to win the AFC South in 2020. And I'm giving you Gosh, Carson Wentz can step in one. or Dak Prescott can step in. It's a tough one. I got an offensive line now so I can protect Wentz, you know, based on. Can, can what, Wentz protect himself? That's the, yeah, that's that, the that's, issue. That's the thing. I think I might go Prescott. He could just make plays in a variety of ways. And I think that working with O'Brien, the running game, and everything they've got, gosh, you know, I think, it's a hard I think one. Wentz I mean, has I a see. lot of talent. I just, you know what, I just, when I. If I just say Carson Wentz, it's like word association. What's your mental image here? Carson Wentz, injuries. Injuries. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. That's it. Uh, but Prescott. He's, at number six. he's two spots ahead of Dak. Yeah. I mean, yeah. look, Chris Sims, Chris Sims is oh. a walking lightning rod. I mean, wherever he goes, he's just a lightning rod for conversation. He's always been that way from the time he showed up on campus at Texas with, in a limo uh, when he was recruited by Mac Brown to go there. Uh, he's all, he's been a lightning rod for conversation no matter what. And I'm convinced that he will live his life in the media doing nothing but, uh, yeah, you know what, I'm going to make this guy and say this uh, so I get people talking. This list has everybody talking. Yeah, and I know. So, I'll give you another so one here. For him. Roethlisberger is 14th. Let's, su- let's assume pretty decent health here. 
Uh, and just just quickly, got ten seconds here. Roethlisberger versus Cousins, one game. No way. I'm taking Ben. There's Kyler no Murray. Kyler Murray. Ooh, just say Kyler. Ben or not. I'll take Kyler. one game right now. You can see. Okay. Because okay. things go things go haywire in my offensive line. I know Ben can pull things out of the fire, but Kyler can do some. Special I want to do this tomorrow night. I want to do this tomorrow night. Right, okay, we'll that's it. we'll save it. That's it for the show tonight, folks. Thanks so much for being a part of it. Thank you, Bridget, for working with us tonight once again, putting up with us. Uh, I'll be on with Sean and Seth in the morning, eight to nine a.m. Have a great evening, everyone. We're back tomorrow night at six. Go Texans! This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio six ten. Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer. Brewed with great taste and only 96 calories. Available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Houston Methodist is still here for you. Seeing patients who need our care. Even in these uncertain times, our commitment remains the same. We put our patients at the center of everything we do. We can see you virtually. We can talk to you on the phone. We can even see you in person if needed. Rest assured, we are taking every precaution to keep you safe. We're still here for you. Contact your doctor's office or visit HoustonMethodist.org slash here for you. Want to start an argument with sports fans? Ask who should be the MVP. Everybody has an opinion. This player does this and that player does that. And I could be persuaded either way. But when it comes to an MVP of MPG, yeah, miles per gallon, I made my choice. Chevron with Tecron. Why? Well, number one, it's proven. No gasoline gets better mileage. Number two, no gasoline has more cleaning power to help keep vital engine parts clean. Unbeatable mileage, unbeatable cleaning. You can't argue with that. Chevron with Tecron. Care for your car. Will the LSU Tigers be just as dominant in 2020? Can they replace key players lost to the NFL draft and field another undefeated national championship caliber squad? Only one way to find out. Witness the 2020 LSU Tigers right here in Houston as they head to NRG Stadium Saturday, September 19th to take on the hometown Rice Owls. Head to RiceLSU2020.com to join the wait list and be notified as soon as tickets go on sale or to get info on how you can experience Rice vs. LSU from a luxury suite this fall. For a winning feeling, visit Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse in the Galleria. Indulge in prime steak and seafood, world-class wines, and exceptional hospitality. Looking for the ultimate game day experience? Host clients, alumni, and friends in Del Frisco's private Texans room. Watch your favorite team on a 60-inch television while surrounded by Texans memorabilia and seating for up to 14 guests. From extra fine touches to big screen touchdowns, visit Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse. Located at 5061 Westheimer in the Galleria. As the preferred eye care provider of the Houston Texans, Houston Eye Associates knows that vision is everything, especially in football. Houston Eye is here to help Texans see better and keep their eyes on the prize. Houston Eye Associates has 28 Houston area locations with specialists in LASIK, cataracts, glaucoma, retina, cornea, oculoplastics, pediatrics, uveitis, and more. Come and see us today. Houston Eye Associates, the preferred eye care provider of the Houston Texans. Here at the Kroger Company, the fight against hunger is something that we are very passionate about. That's why we created the Zero Hunger, Zero Waste Foundation and have committed more than $6 million to our nonprofit partners, $3 million to Feeding America and No Kid Hungry, and $100,000 to the Greater Houston COVID-19 Relief Fund. You can help support our goal to end hunger in our communities by donating a dollar or rounding up your total to the nearest dollar at any Kroger store. To learn more, visit thekrogerco.com. 
When America needed us to build, we built. Masks, ventilators, shields. When local communities and frontliners needed support, Ford dealers answered. And now we're open and ready to serve you with special offers and deals across the Ford lineup. Stop by a Ford dealership or go online. We've made it safer to shop, easier to buy. Built for America. Built Ford Proud. Red Diamond knows perfect, not easy. Our karaoke skills, at least we have our day jobs. Our family photo, take number 82. Even our radio commercial has the occasional glitch. So we'll stick to what we have perfected, our Red Diamond tea. No shortcuts, no concentrates. Perfectly crafted from actual tea leaves and water. After all, at Red Diamond, we think tea should taste like, well, tea. Red Diamond, we're perfect at tea. It's a Texas tradition. Since 1946, Blue Ribbon has proudly served Texan families natural smoked bacon and natural casing sausages made from premium ingredients seasoned for Texas tastes. It's the preferred sausage and bacon of the Houston Texans. Blue Ribbon, it's a Texas tradition. Another hot day in Houston as this game gets underway. Here's the kickoff, caught by Dykin. They're really stepping it up for Houston, Jim. Like all that financial assistance they gave for Hurricane Harvey relief efforts. Yeah, Steve, they gained a lot of yardage on that one. Here's the snap. Oh, and look at that donation to Habitat for Humanity. Did you see all those AC units they provided for low-income housing? These guys would be on fire if they weren't so cool. Dykin is definitely Houston's biggest fan. They're taking this Houston team right into the comfort zone. Allen, deep drop, in trouble. Ball is out again, J.J. Watt, and he falls on it, and the Texans have it in the red zone. Nothing compares to the excitement and emotion of watching your Houston Texans play at NRG Stadium. Take the first step to joining the Houston Texans family and sign up for the 2020 season ticket priority wait list for free. Enjoy exclusive offers, event invitations, and more. Join at HoustonTexans.com. Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer. Brewed with great taste and only 96 calories. Available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610. 